Welcome back to Mayday Mayday, the podcast where we share secrets, stories, and life advice on a range of topics. Today, I'm joined by my dad, Mari Singer. Hello. And today, we're going to be discussing um, getting old, you know, which is a great topic for my father because he's old. <laughs> but we're just going to be talking about um, how life goes on and all the fun things that come along with age and experience so my first question for you is when because like a lot of people when they're older older they regret you know there's the like the infamous question where it's like um what do you regret most about life and Mm -hmm. you know everybody like like you and mom always tell me you're like you're always in a rush to grow up you're gonna regret it when you're older whatever like is there anything like that that you regretted or like that you wish you hadn't grown up so fast or anything well i do remember my mom telling us that because of our um travels as a as an air force brat and moving around the country and doing a lot of different things she warned that um, we would be bored with life early because we had done a lot of things that a lot of other people hadn't done yet and I found that to be kind of true in, in, a, in a funny way that, that there were a lot of people that I've met over the years that haven't been outside the country or haven't been to these states or haven't been um, to the East Coast or other places and they're looking forward to it. It's one of those big things that they were doing when they retired or as a vacation thing. And I go, oh yeah, that was nice. I, I remember already doing that. So it was one of those things of, where people make bucket lists and I'm going, yeah, okay, I'll have to really think about what I need left to do because I've already done a lot of things. Um, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so if, if, well, I mean, if you could tell your younger self, like, I don't know, not 10, 10 years younger, you never mind. Like maybe like when you were like a teenager, like my age, like 17, what would you tell me or yourself the I guess the biggest thing is is that I was very shy as a teenager and a lot of it was my worry about what people would think of me or how they would remember the foolish things that I did and one of the things I would probably tell myself is that 99 times out of 100 the things that I remember the stupid things and foolish things that I remember doing as a teenager nobody else remembers. When I ran into people years later after high school or something like that and different things would come up, people would go, I don't remember that happening. Mm -hmm. They remember the foolish things they did. I remembered the foolish things I did. They didn't remember and nobody, nobody gave me a hard time, you know. Two months later after doing something stupid as a teenager or even a week later, nobody cared, nobody remembered. But I would worry about it or obsess about it or wonder whether they, they, they were thinking about it and things like that. And in reality, they didn't care. It didn't matter to them. Mm-hmm. Um, good answer. <laughs> um, is there um, anything like when, if that you can recall when you were younger that you would be like you were afraid of like 
like, I don't know, I'm afraid of getting old and, like, you know, like, because, like, if I fall now, like, it's fine, I have a bruise, ouch, but, like, if I fall when I'm old, it's, like, your hip breaks, your, you know, you're more susceptible, like, was there anything that you're afraid of, but then you grew up and you're like, oh, it's not that bad, it's not, it's not as bad as there, I thought. There were some things that I, that I was afraid of trying to do, and a lot of times it would be one of those things where once I, I did them, like when I was learning to ski in Colorado, once I fell down, I never broke my leg or I never had anything major happen to me. Yeah. But once I fell down in the snow or, or lost a ski and, and flipped over or something like that, it didn't turn out to be as bad as I thought it was going to be. So there were a lot of those things where... Um, um, the fear, I was making them worse. I was thinking that they were wor- they were going to be worse than they really were. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of things like that that, um, that I was afraid to do um, because I was worried about how bad it was going to, going to feel um, and how much pain it was going to be. But in reality, it wasn't that, that big of a deal after all. Um, I never broke a bone. Um, you haven't broken a bone? No, not until not until that oh, time that I fell down and broke my hand. But before really? that, I'd that never was, broken a bone. That's so long. Well, yeah. I haven't either. But then again, I'm only seventeen. Um, so. I it wasn't until I was an adult that I gotten stung by a bee or anything like that. So there were a lot of things, and it wasn't that I put myself in those situations. I mean, I went camping and was in Boy Scouts and did a bunch of things like that. I just never got into a situation where a lot of those things. Um, happened to me mm-hmm. so um there I was as a as a older teenager um still not having experienced um, um a lot of pain that a lot of other people had gone through because they had fallen down my brother broke his arm broke his wrist I can't remember how now um I think it may have been skateboarding or something like that I mean I tried skateboarding but I had lousy balance um but he was more of the, the wild kid in, in the family that he would try all kinds of crazy stuff. And there was a time when he broke his wrist. Um, so there was all those things that I was thinking that were going to be a lot worse than they turned out to be whenever it finally happened to me. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like when I was younger, I was like, I'm never going to get a job. I'm too scared or I have my whole life to get a job but I mean obviously with COVID I was like I'm bored I have nothing better to do might as well stop spending my parents money mm. on stuff so I don't know that's something that I was like oh I probably won't get a job until I'm done with college or whatever like it'll be a real job you know but yes but um there were a lot of things that 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 I regretted not trying as a teenager. Like, I wish I'd gone straight into college, straight out of high school. I joined the Navy, and it worked out to be very well. It worked out pretty good for me. It got me my job at Boeing, and, and I got to see a bunch of the world and, and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But it also meant that I was taking night classes forever to finally get a degree. Mm-hmm. So it would have been nice to, to go straight to college, but that was a money thing, and it was also a, a confidence thing with academics and, and stuff like that. Um, but when I finally went to college, it wasn't as, as um, overwhelming as I thought it was going to be. Um, 
so there were there was a few regrets with that, but it worked out in the long run. Um, but one of the I guess one of the the biggest things about um, being a teenager, seeing it later on, was um, um, worrying so much about what my friends thought of me and and just trying and and wanting to do some things on my own and and just being um, willing to try some things on my own and not worrying about whether or not other people were doing it with me or what what they thought of me trying to do things because a lot again it got into that one of those things where they were so busy with their own lives and worrying about what foolish things that they were doing and what everybody thought about them that they weren't really thinking about what I was doing mm-hmm. so it wasn't um, um, so there were probably a few different opportunities that I could have tried some different things um, that I just talked myself out of. And it wasn't because somebody said, oh, don't try and do that because you'll never be any good at it. It was just my, my own, my own self-confidence in trying to do something. Yeah. And looking back on it now, it looks like that that would have been the time to mess up because there was a lot of, you know, um, safety net because of the family. And, you know, if anything hurt me, then, then be able to, get taken care of and I'd still be able to get around and just go to school and stuff like that. It wouldn't be that if I got hurt later on, then I couldn't go to work and therefore I couldn't make any money. Um, and I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. But if I wanted to try something stupid as a kid, I wasn't trying to do anything dangerous or anything like that, but there was, um, just some general things. And when people, you hear people talking about all the things that I wish I tried as a kid and, um, that's the time to find out what you really like. Mm-hmm. So give it a shot. Okay, we're focusing on like younger Maury, so let's focus like on older Maury now. Like oh. as we as we age, right? Yes. So like what are some benefits of getting older? Like uh, like obviously of course it's great to be a teenager, carefree, school of course, but you know, there's you still have your summer, you get to hang out with your friends, whatever. But like, what are some perks as you get older? Um, well, if you've got if you've got a good job and if you've got your finances right, then it's nice that you don't have to worry about um, money. If you you want to buy a car when things work out for you and you have the good credit and you have a good good job that's going to be able to pay your bills and things like that, then being able to walk into a dealership and being able to know that you can, you can purchase, I mean, not, you know, not a huge, huge, hugely expensive car, but it, you can get something and you do the research and, and you know that you could walk in and, um, not get, have the people go, why do you, you know, you could see it in their eyes sometimes where people would be not understanding why you, you're trying to buy something. Um, because they know that you don't have the credit for it or you don't have the financial resources for it. But um, as I got older, it was um, nice that um, when I walked into places, people would take me seriously. Oh, yeah. Well, if I walked into a car dealership, they'd be like, um, exactly. <laughs> where's your parents? <laughs> um, so it's, it's one, of those, um, one of those deals about later on about um, um, uh, knowledge and experience. And then when, when somebody's talking about something... Um, you know what they're talking about and um, you can follow the conversations and you can contribute an opinion and different things like that. So 
um, if you have some experience with whether it's travel or how well you've read different books and keep up with news and stuff like that, you know that it makes you a more interesting person to um, other people want you around because um, you've got a, a point of view that that people find interesting as opposed to somebody who's just does one thing all day long and, and never gets out in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of kids, that's what makes them like not speak up in their family or whatever, like is because they're always like, oh, my opinion isn't valued or my whatever isn't valued. So does it, does it get, do you think it gets better with, age because I mean obviously if if it's a conversation where it's like what do you want for dinner of course the kid's opinion is going to be valued but it's like an important or like deeper topics about I don't know family stuff or whatever the kids often like push aside like hey it's fine you know let mom and dad deal with it well see that's that's where it gets into as you get older and you learn and you get more interested in what goes on in the world so you um you know, I would spend my Sundays reading the Sunday paper and catching up on the news and just my own interest of of what's going on in the world um, so that when um, different people were having conversations, whether it was politics or, or different things like that, that I can contribute um, and I had a point of view, whether they agreed with me or not, I could back up my, my opinion because of things I'd read and... Um, had a valid opinion with knowledge behind it. Um, if you just state, well, I like this, and they go, well, why do you like that? Why are you for this? Why are you for that? And you can't um, it express, yeah. express it or back it up with information, then it makes it sound like you're just following a crowd or you're just following somebody else's opinion. Um, if you've taken the trouble to do any kind of reading and, and it, maybe it's the newspaper, maybe it's watching TV or maybe it's reading, reading different books um, and um, looking at different things and talking to other people and hearing their opinions and going back and forth about things like that, then um, um, it makes you more interesting of a person. Um, and then you can you can when somebody says why do you want to do, you know you what do you want to do, and you go well I want to do this, then and they go well why and then you can explain that well I've tried this out before or I've done a little bit of this or I've done a little bit of that, and um, you have a valid reason for wanting to try it or somebody says they ask you about doing something you say oh I've done that before, yeah and you can say that that's fun I'd like to do it again. Or you can say, well, it didn't turn out that great. And when, when you get a review, when somebody's asking you about something, whether you're reviewing something or whether they, they want to go somewhere, because you've been there before, you can tell them whether it's worthwhile going again. And it may be a whole lot of fun to go repeatedly to someplace. Or um, once you've done it, you see no reason to ever do it again. Mm-hmm. Some people love, love going to Disneyland every other year. Some people go, I've been to Disneyland once, that was enough. But at least you've been to Disneyland and you can say whether you like it or not. Well, I cried because of the bug thing. <laughs> I hated the bug slime. Anyways, are the how about 
How about are there any cons of of getting old? Obviously, besides like the obvious of like getting old part, but like cons like in life where I don't know, I don't know. It there are parts of it other than the physical stuff to where the aches and pains. Yeah, yeah, if that's yeah. what you're talking about. Well, yeah, that that that's kind of be a down part of it. The other part of it is is that trying to figure out what you want to start new. I mean, you could you could start something new, but it gets into the question of that return on investment, whether you want to um, um, go back to school and to get a degree. Yeah. Well, okay, but you're you, by the time you get done with the degree, you're at a certain age, and then it gets into whether somebody will hire you and and stuff like that. So it all depends on whether you have to do something because the job that you had went away and now you have to go back to school and find a new job and you're not ready to retire, but you're still looking at what do you want to start over with? What do you want to um, um, do? And then it gets into that question of how much do you want to invest to for something that you may only do for a few years as opposed to when you're 20 years old, you're going to school and you're looking at a career that you're going to do for 40 or 50 years. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's some of that. Um, some of the downside is, um, again, getting bored with life where everybody's going, oh, well, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And you're kind of going, okay, I've run out of things to do and places to go. Um, you know, there's that old saying, um, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you want to do something else? Uh, nope, been there, done that. And you start running into things that I have no idea what I'm going to do next. And um, it's not always... Um, Eat ice cream for breakfast every day. Well, you could do some of that, but, <laughs> but some of that also is a downside to where, where you, can't, you can't have two cheeseburgers and a couple of sodas and, and stuff like that for dinner every night because uh, it winds up... Um, you wind up paying for it and not just in getting fat but just in um, um, not agreeing with you so it's it's all kinds of different things what about okay so flipping that on its head what do you think you can do to overcome that because if those are like the cons and like what the fears that people will have you know what what you know can you do well, a lot of people, a lot of people realize that when you get older, they, they kind of get back with that. Oh, I should have stayed in better shape. I should have um, um, done this. I should have done that. And it, as far as your health goes, and then it does get into um, um, what you what you should have taken care of when you were younger. So it doesn't come by, come back around and bite you when you're older. Um, again, it gets into those health things. But... When you're younger, it's boring to do all that stuff. But um, um, you don't realize what it'll do to you in the long run. Um, so it does does get into that some of those things of um, um, how you can beat up your body. I mean, there's a lot of people that that are out there that you're kind of wondering whether they're even going to be able to walk later on. Is um, like the extreme sports people. Yeah, they're they're having a lot of fun and they're doing a lot of different things, but between the bones that they're breaking and um some of the other things, unless they're really taking care of themselves, they they may find themselves in a wheelchair by the time they're fifty or sixty because nothing's gonna work. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but stretching and taking, you know, again, it gets into the thing about diet and a few other things. Um, um, those are the kind of long things because there was a time when I was younger, I didn't think I was going to live to 50. I don't want to live to 50. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that have that attitude. But now that I'm past 50, um, it's not that big of a deal. It's, there's a lot of things that are um, enjoyable. Um, I was going to, I was, you were talking about doing this podcast, and I was, I was thinking about something, and I looked it up, and I was right. Um, you've always talked about you know, that I'm older than the space age. I was born just before, before Spunk didn't wake up. But you know, one of the other things that I've, I've realized that I was, when I was born, there was only 48 states. Wait, was Hawaii not a state? Hawaii and Alaska were both states in 1959. So they became states after I was born. Dude, you're so old. (laughs) (laughs) But I also agree with the statement that I was alive and I got to see all the great bands. So I got to see the Stones in in concert. I got to see Steppenwolf. I Who's Steppenwolf? Steppenwolf was another Steppen? rock band. Steppenwolf. Like you're stepping. Yes. Steppen. Steppenwolf. That's um I got to see um oh uh Smokey Robinson in concert. Um got to see a lot of the different different bands and things like Beatles? that. I never saw the Beatles in con- in concert because one, it would have been way too expensive. And they stopped touring when I was, before I was even 10. Oh. They stopped touring in 66. Oh. Um, um, but I saw, I've seen Paul McCartney in concert. Um, so, and I've seen, I've seen, um, I saw one of the Apollo launches. I saw the Apollo 11 launch from far away. I saw the Apollo 15 launch from three miles away, and I still remember how it rattled my teeth. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Um, so there's a lot of things I've experienced and that, that I appreciate now that I'm older. Yeah. I didn't realize how neat and how amazing they were when I was younger. They were just something to see, and they were great. Um, there were a lot of things that my mom took us to do and, and see and things like that. That, yeah, like a lot of teenagers, oh, this is boring, I hate this, why am I doing this? But it became something interesting as a memory, and it made me um, appreciate it later on that I had been exposed to that. Mm -hmm. That it made me a more rounded person, so that when people talked about different things, I knew what they were talking about. I had experienced that. Um, That's one of the things that... um, um, I really think people should try and that's what I mean about trying different things because there's going to be days in the future when you're in your 20s or whatever and you're going to be sitting around having a conversation with people and they're going to be talking about this or that subject or a sport or um, a political situation or something like that and if you haven't kept up with any of that stuff or even read about it on just even just reading you know headlines and keeping up with a little bit of it that um the the references um aren't going to mean anything to you it's like um you've read to kill a mockingbird Mm -hmm. okay well there are things that people reference out of that book about um um you know boo radley and what kind of person he was and 
um, uh, the different the different things that are mentioned in that book and different movies um, that are um, people make references to, and if you've never seen them or read them, you don't get those references, and you can't be part of the conversation. You feel like you're you're you have no idea what they're doing, what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's one of those things where it's important to keep up with all that stuff. Well, wrapping up, do you have any last minute advice for people who don't want to get old like me? Uh, um, I guess the only thing I can hope for you if, is no, think well, about I, the, the wait, medical wait, wait, science. Wait, I worded that weird because... because um, because I feel like when I was younger, I was in a rush to get old, right? Like, when I was five, I always wanted... You'd always say, like, oh, yeah, she's five going on 30 or whatever, right? But now I'm, like, 17, and I'm, like, I don't want to get old. Like, it's weird that I'm an adult, and then, an adult like, this year, and then I'll go to college next year, and then all the... That's just weird to me. It's funny how a lot of people are like that in that... There is a, it's almost like a roller coaster type of thing or a parabola or whatever you want to call it, that there's a time when you're younger that you want to be old and then there's a time when you're old that you want to be younger. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people find that their late late 20s, early 30s, they find to be a sweet spot because they're old enough that they don't have to worry about where they go, whether it's a casino or a bar. Yeah. And they, they have good money and they're making and they can do whatever they want to do. Um, and they don't have to worry about permission for anybody, but they haven't gotten bogged down with family and kids and responsibilities and stuff like that. So there's a lot of people that get into that sweet spot in life. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people who rush trying to get older when they're young because they want to be able to do all these things. They want that independence. Um, I just want ice cream for breakfast. <laughs> um, and then that's that's where you find out when you get a little bit older. You find that yeah, it's nice to have ice cream, and you can have ice cream for breakfast when you're older. Um, even when you're in college, if you mix it with something else, or if you plan to have you know something later in the day that's going to get you through the day because you understand blood sugar and and trying to stay awake and having the energy to get things like done. Like more ice cream. But um, there's, there's, there's different times when you'll appreciate the different ages that you're at and you'll look back on some things and go, oh, why was I so fast? Why was I so anxious to get, grow up so fast? Yeah. But at the same time, you look back at it and there's nobody I know of that I've ever met that would want to go back to high school. <laughs> the only way there was, and they all agree with me, and I said, well... If I could, when we, the last time I really got into a discussion of it, I was probably in my late 20s, early 30s. And, because that's when like Back to the Future came out. Um, Old man. And <laughs> there was a lot of that where people would go, well, if I could have my car and my money and my credit account, my credit cards, then I'd go back. But being a teenager and repeating high school without a car or without any of the stuff that I've grown up with if I just somebody snapped their fingers and put me back in high school 
I would hope that would be without any memory of what I did in the future. But then it wouldn't be any, it wouldn't be worthwhile to do it because the only reason you'd want to do it is so that you would know, okay, this time around, I'm going to go to college. This time around, I'm not going to do that stupid thing. Or this time around, I'm going to do the thing that I should have done that I regret in my 30s for not doing. Yeah. So, but that's the problem is, is that between... Um, social interactions and boyfriends and girlfriends and things like that and the awkwardness of high school, I'd never want to go back again. And homework, I don't want to do that. But at the same time, the, the, it's like you guys have already you mentioned, the level of stuff that you do now in high school is a lot harder and you said that You've said that middle school was nothing, but when you were in middle school, you I thought middle like, school yeah, was, was a super pain and a ton of high, ton of homework yeah. and all the rest of that stuff. And now you look back on middle school like, and you go, I wish "That I was could... a piece of cake." Seriously, yeah. Um, and it's it's always like that in life. the The younger times were better than where you're at now. That's why people say um, the good old days. Yeah. The good old days for you was middle school. The good old days for me was in my 20s. Um, and a few things like that. So it's always, it's always going to be at a certain time frame where you're going to look back with positive memories. Um, and everybody does it. It's, there's going to be some certain time frame in your life where you're going to go, yeah, that time I would go back to. Any other time, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as far as getting old, overall, it's funny that, that I have to remind myself that I'm... Old. <laughs> over 55. <laughs> because there's a lot of times that... Um, I still feel like I'm still in my 30s and 40s. Yeah, until I try and do something really strenuous or whatever, then I'll remember that, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't do that anymore. But as far as my mental attitude and my memories and, and, and things like that, I don't feel old. I, there, yeah, there's a lot of people that you may talk to that are older um, that every day they wake up, they feel like they're 70 or 80. Well, I haven't gotten to that point in my life. Uh, when I get out of bed in the morning, I don't have a problem. There's nothing falling off of me. <laughs> um, so I have yet to hit that, that point where I feel like, um, yeah, I know how old I am at every minute minute of the day. Yeah. Well, I understand because I sometimes, you know, one time, it was recently too, Someone asked me how old I was. I don't remember. I think, I don't even know. Maybe it was at, like, my job or something, right? They were like, oh, like, how old are you? And I was about to tell them that I was a freshman in high school. I was like, oh, I'm a freshman. And then I was like, oh, I mean, I'm a junior, which is so weird because I feel like I'm 15. Yes. I mean, I still look like I'm 10, but. I, that's one of the other things that I'll tell, that I'll tell, tell you as a piece of advice. When you hit something, no matter what, no matter what happens, mm-hmm. no matter how bad of a situation you're in, you have to remember that nobody can stop the, stop the clock. But at the same time, 
There are some things that you should try and remember and savor and enjoy while they're happening. But yeah, when you were a freshman, graduating from high school was going to happen in forever. You'd never get there. It was going to be forever. And you'd never be able to live that long. You're never going to be able to make it through high school. And that is so far in the future, you can't believe it. And that fast, you're a junior. That fast, you're going to be a senior and you're going to be standing there in a cap and gown and you're going to be going, where did it all go? I mean, granted that like one half of my high school experience was COVID, but true, 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 true. I mean, if you think about it, um, just the other day you were starting Northwood. True. I do remember that. Okay. Um Remember when you were younger and we first moved to Maryland, you were going, I'll never have any friends and all everything like that. And I remember sitting there with you and telling you, I'll bet you when we leave here, you won't want to leave because all your great friends and you won't want to go back to Washington. And a year and a half later, why are we going home? I don't want to go back to Washington. I have all these great friends here. I love it here. And it was one of those things where you're going, but this is going to take forever before we go home. And it's, Boom, we were headed home. <laughs> so it's one of those, it's, time is relative. It's like they say. Like daylight savings is so stupid. Why did I have to lose now? Well, remember the t-shirt I used to wear? No. It was a picture, it was a picture of Albert Einstein wearing a Hawaiian oh, shirt. Oh, yeah. And it said, spend a day at work and it feels like a week. Spend a week at Maui and it feels like a day. Yeah. That's relativity. Yeah. And again, you think four years of high school was going to take forever and you're going to wake up one day and it's going to be time to go to graduation and you're going to be going, how'd that happen? Yeah. And it's like, there's times when you're worried about a performance, whether it's a dance or whether when you were going to do one of the plays at, at, at Sunrise, um, and you were worried about getting through it, and boom, next thing you knew, the evening was over with. Mm-hmm. You thought it was going to be, you thought it was going to take forever, but like I said, nobody can stop the clock. So when you're doing something that you're not sure of, um, and you just have to get through it, just remember that, that no matter what, nobody can stop the clock and make you do it forever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, be aware that For me, a blink of an eye ago was getting out of the Navy and driving to Washington to start my job at Boeing. And that was what, 2000? That was 90, that was 85. 85? Holy moly. I told you, over 30 years ago, 35 years ago. You're so old. Thank you. You're welcome. So 85, that means, wow. Yes. August of 85 was when I left my, um, my last duty station in Philadelphia and drove out here um, and started at Boeing in August of 85. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And every time I turned, because I was an Air Force brat, after moving here... Um, I lived in an apartment for two years before I bought my first house. 
And that was fine. But after living in the house for a while, it was weird for me to sit there and go, this is the longest I've lived anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because normally I move after every, the longest I'd ever lived anywhere before that was like four years. Yeah. So the minute I went over four years here, it was it was weird for me because I'd never lived in any one spot to we to say, oh, I remember when this wasn't built, when yeah. this is new, when that wasn't around. Um, It was strange because you, normally I would never live anywhere that long that things would make that big of a change. Yeah. I mean, you've gone through that a little bit because there's some changes. You remember the old Fairwood Library. Yeah. Okay. But I'll people break. who just moved into that area don't remember the old Fairwood Library. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the old mall before the front of the mall was added yeah. to it. Yeah, and then now the, the, the gas station that's turning into a mod pizza or whatever. Over Petrovsky, have you been down there? No, building. That's gonna be a mod pizza. Yeah, the gas station that they tore down. That was yeah. That was there for like ten years and was not a gas station. I know it was a gas station. Then it was empty. Then then it was something. It's and then it was empty for like five years. Yeah, now then it became an empty lot when they tore they tore up all the 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 tanks and everything. Yeah, Yeah, but now it's it's like there's a solid building there now. It's I everybody says it's becoming a mod, but I don't know. It looks like a mod pizza in design, but I don't know if they'd make one standalone. I don't know if they'd make them like right there too. I mean, it is Fairwood Plaza, so it makes sense, but they'd get Possibly. a lot of traffic. If I don't know because they there's the Shakey's and the Shaky, Round Table Shaky, Pizza. No, Round Table's gone, out of business. Oh, what about the Shakey's? Well, nobody gets Shakey's. <laughs> Anyways, off topic, but but thanks. For coming on my podcast, final episode. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. I hope you get an A. Yeah, you hear that? I <laughs> hope I get an A. But That's from Oh God. Oh God. Well, there was a movie, again, back in probably the 80s, where George Burns, a famous comedian, and John Denver, and George Burns comes down as God to try and get his message what across. What, what time? I mean, when was this made, came out? Um, I want to say it came out probably in the mid, early 80s, probably before, it came out before I moved here, so it came out probably in the late 70s, early 80s. Well, maybe Mr. Hardjubal, no. Anyway, there was a time, there was a thing in the movie where they make John Denver take a test to see that he's really talking to God, and they give him all the questions in um, Arabic. Um, so he can't read it. And God shows up to help him ask, answer all the questions in a hotel room. And as God's leaving, he kind of he makes that joke. I hope I get an A. Mm. Being sarcastic about all these religious leaders asking him to take a test. Yes. And that's another reference that people use. I will never get. And there's a few of them that'll, that'll come along. Because you watch the different TV shows and stuff like that where... Um, um, you probably get like your some of your I Love Lucy TV shows and some of your your Andy Griffith shows okay, but that's and stuff old, like that. Old, old. That's like fifties old. I understand, but there were there were sayings in those shows where people would say different things, and you knew whether you watched them. It was like the Mickey Mouse clubs where people would talk about the the ending to the show. It was time to go home, and people would start singing the Mickey Mouse song. It would be the the silliness of 
some of the different TV shows and people would be, you'd all, you knew that everybody watched the same TV shows because there was only three channels. Mm -hmm. um, so everybody would watch, um, so everybody had the same references that when you, um, when somebody would make a comment and, and stuff like that, that they, they knew what, um, what you meant, whether you were talking about something uh, serious or you were making fun of something, um, how smart somebody was. You remember, um, you remember the Andy Griffith show with Gomer Pyle? Yes. And how he'd go, Shazam. <laughs> and somebody would, you know, when they're being really stupid about something, well, golly gee. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk forever. So. Okay. Yeah, thanks for coming on, and yeah, say bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>